All right, thank you, John. It's good to be again with all of you. Sarah, uh, whose voice you're probably most familiar with in these calls, has gone on vacation, and we're giving her a well-deserved break today, and John has uh, stepped in and is uh, taking care of her role in these uh, in this clinic itself. I think our topic is harnessing social media. Many of you have been watching with enthusiasm the changes taking place in the net, and I think a lot of us have questions as to what this, the implications are of both video and the viral impact of, of social media optimization across the net. New terms are seem to be, seem to be uh, go along with the rapid changes in the net itself, and I, I think I hear a new phrase coined every other day. We've got Jalali Hartman with us, who has been working with our group for a long time, and he's essentially conducting some very significant research in this area, and we're going to ask him to take much of the session today and to present to you as we try to understand if there's a way that you can actually harness this whole viral impact of social media for your own web efforts and objectives. And I think, Jalali, you're joining us from New York today. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. I'm in our labs in Ponte Vedra. Uh, Jalali is in New York today. And uh, I'm just going to let him take over. And he oversaw all of this research and has really done a remarkable job. So, Jalali, go ahead. Thanks, Lynn. Um, well, this this study actually started about a year ago. And um, you know, Flynn mentioned all the, diff the different Internet terms. And it seems like there's this you know, new one every day that I don't know what it means. And um, social media was one of those. I, I, I sort of had a sense for what it was, but I didn't really understand it enough to even talk about it. Um, and so we, we decided to start on a, a year-long uh, research project to really understand what is the impact of social media and how could, just as you know, everyday marketers, can we leverage it. So if you go, go ahead to the next uh, slide, John. The first place that we looked, um, you know, when we started this, we wanted to understand sort of what is social media and what is the current state of the Internet? And uh, most of you have probably heard of Web 2.0 at this point. It, I think it was originally attributed to O'Reilly and his group. Um, but I went and looked on Wikipedia and you know, saw that it's basically it's a perce this perception that there's a second generation of the web, web now, and uh, this combination of all these different social networking sites, hosted services, et cetera. And essentially, the way I, the way I saw it, at the end of this, um, at the end of the study, or the way I sum up the Web 2.0 is it's a whole bunch of things, new technologies that help you to um, sort of extend your content out past your website. So if you go to the next state, uh, slide, John. So sort of in the spirit of this, we went ahead and invented a new a new term, which is Web 3.0. And just as everybody was sort of getting the hang of Web, Web 2.0, but essentially, um, what it sort of feels like to us is uh, the web has grown up. It's almost like a high school graduation. We had this sort of uh, ambitious, um, high-energy you know, youth that now has real purpose and real, um, you know, real meaning in all of our lives. And so if you look back at sort of the evolution of it, we started in this initial stage where you know, everybody was spamming. They didn't really think of it as spam at the time. You could get SEO um, rankings in a day on you know, hundreds of different engines, and it was just a, kind of this Wild West kind of place. And then it, it grew up a little bit, and these new technologies came. It became real, real easy to make a website. You know, the blog growth 
um, has just been phenomenal. But now, we're, because of broadband, we're able to watch video. Um, subscriptions, became, you know, paid subscriptions and paid memberships sort of became a big push with all the major publishers. Pay-per-click was a great way to uh, drive traffic. Everybody was all about getting backlinks, and they still are. These things are still important. But what we're sort of moving into as, you know, as going into, you know, really in the last, just in the last few months is, it's sort of the sense that the content needs to become more and more real. The value needs to be better. You know, spam is just not working. You know, even even large email lists that you haven't cleaned up in a while just seem to be sort of less and less valued. Content's integrated, video, text, images are all sort of um, you know mixed together, and you know people are people really want to pay for value. Word travels, um, but. At the end of the day, there has to be some value there. So if you go to the next slide, John. Um, first, we want to start out, and I'm going to get into a real, a real tactical. Uh, there's a little bit of theory in the beginning, but I want to get a real, like, tactical how you could benefit from this, you know, starting today. So, first thing, what is social media? And there's a lot of different def definitions. There's actually a whole side of media that is actually, you know, being socially responsible, and that's not what this means. This. Um, you know, but what we what we sort of found was what isn't social media? You know, I started trying to make the definition. Well, is it you know, it's, it's MySpace type sites and YouTube, and but it's really all online and things that tie into online. Um, but in general, it's video blogs, discussion boards, social networks. And by that, you know, MySpace, High Five, and um, YouTube, all these different places where people are tied together, podcast forums. Um, but kind of the exciting thing about this, and every once in a while we stumble onto something that gets us excited again about the internet. You know, it's, it's, it ha we start to see that potential that we originally, um, you know, thought it had. And it's, it's what we're really finding with this is that social media is what the web was made for. So if you go to the next slide, John. Um, we like to come up with formulas here. I mean, see, it helps us to seem a little bit smarter than we actually are. Um, but <laughs> in this one, there's actually we've been studying this very carefully in terms of, you know, what actually drives Say for example, a viral campaign. If you could figure that out, um, you'd have a you know you'd have a ton of customers, more customers than you could possibly handle, and um, all the business you needed. So we started to look at well, what essentially what what is the internet, and how does you know how does how does it all tie together? And you look, if you look at Metcalf's original law of networks, which I think it was like in the 80s or something when he came out, so when I, I first read something about it, um, he just basically saying the power of the network is a function of how many nodes it has. So two phones tied together is not as valuable as a thousand phones. And as the number of phones on that network increases, so does the power of the network. So if you go to the next slide, John, I'm just going to, and just to, so you can sort of understand the foundation of this experiment, um, we came up with a social media index. And this is really just something that allows us to sort of represent the value of a social network. So if you were to embark on a, on a social media optimization campaign or an SMO campaign, um, Starting today, there's, there'd be a couple of things that you'd want to do. Um, first thing you're always starting with is your content, whether it's you have video content or just web content or you're a publisher and you're publishing news articles, that kind of thing. Um, everybody has some kind of content. And C, in this formula, represents the mass and the value. And by mass and value, I mean how much do you have, how broadly is it distributed, and how good is it. Um, so again, in, that, in this case, this is where really where we discovered that um, you know, spamming blogs and doing different things—they just don't—they have sort of a short-term effect, but they're not. It's not going to give you the long-term, you know, strength that you need. So the other part of it is the virality, or that's 
basically how many people um, originally see something and go on to tell someone else. That's the other thing that is can really make increase the, the power of your your own social network or the one you're using to drive business. And then finally, n is the number of nodes. So take all that, sort of put it aside somewhere. Um, it's something that we'll be talking more about. If you go to the next slide, John. Um, we started out the initial the initial project was to, to sort of understand can we drive a bunch of traffic for free. You know, everybody wants to. Could we could we create a viral video and and drive traffic to our website? And you know, so that's where this all really began. But what we found, going back to um, this concept that social media encompasses all of the different online medias, um, we found that social media is really this um, this thing that ties everything together. And this is the, this is one of the most important things that we found in the study. If you're comparing social media to other types of media, the main difference is that social media continues to produce after the initial effort or spend is over. So if you have a pay-per-click campaign, you're likely paying each month to drive the same customers back to your website. You need those customers as long as there's a reasonable cost. It's, you know, that's a, that's a good business model. But the problem is you turn it off and the traffic stops. Well, social media allows you to sort of encompass a lot of the same things you've been doing, but have something that is that goes on working after you're done and after you've stopped. So if you go to the next slide, John. Now there's two there's two real two real parts of the, the you know the growth equation in social media. Um, you're, you're, most people are typically trying to both drive traffic and drive some sort of action. Um, the, the most common type of action in, in these you know, in a social media campaign is getting like registrants or users or some kind of people to actually inter interface with your product and, and you know, join your membership, that kind of thing. So there's two sides to that. And we've talked about the um, we've talked about the one side of it extensively here with our conversion index and optimization testing and that kind of thing. And those same principles apply. But in user user growth socially, it's very important that the the thing that you're using to generate viral spread online is that it's um, it needs to be clear what you get. It needs to be clear why I need to join it now. It needs to be so easy to join that it's almost you know um, you know one or two steps. And there needs to be a reason to tell someone. It needs to be easy for them to join. So if you don't have those things in place, any of the traffic generation stuff that you're going to be doing, you know, going out and, and driving traffic to your to your little membership are just sort of in vain. You need to get all these things in place. And we really found that um, an interesting company to look at after the conference would be a company called Genie, G-E-N-I dot com. And that is a, it's a company out in California somewhere. They had tremendous user growth. And if you look at go and actually create a membership and see, it's, it's very simple. And it, you can see how it spread so quickly. Um, so on the traffic side, and that's where most people, this is where most people are interested in social media. Everybody wants to drive traffic. Um, without paying for it or without paying as much for it, there's a number of different places that we can do that. And, um, you know, what, what's involved is basically taking some of your content and getting it out into these different sites, so classifieds, videos, social networks, directories, blogs, et cetera. Um, so go on to the next, next slide, John. And, again, I don't want to spend too much time on the, the theory of this because I think that, you know, it's not going to – it's not going to get people started on this, but essentially the value to, to SMO, and I'll just go ahead and start using the new the new term, um, but essentially SMO perpetuates itself. Small amounts of advertising and, and, and sort of effort in the beginning can lead to larger amounts down the down the road that you don't pay for. So the other part of it is that viral traffic 
um, can can really eclipse any paid traffic. It's amazing. Every once in a while, we stumble into these little campaigns that you get a, you really get a sense for the power of the internet and just how many people are on the internet. Um, many of you have probably seen this Will Ferrell video. I don't know how, who all seen it at this point, but within one day, that spread to seven million people. So um, you know, you can see that was a, that's an example. Now that's sort of a try to pick that out of a crowd. You know, that'd be that'd be difficult to say that's going to be a huge hit. But the you know essentially that video made the site and made the company get the company started. You know, seven million views in the first day, views in the first day continue to produce. So it's worth it from that perspective. The other thing is that it, it has all these other benefits in addition to, to having building this network that's sort of driving business for you now and in the future, it, it creates great backlinks for SEO, and those are still so important, especially when you're trying to differentiate yourself in the search rankings. So what we did, if you go to the next slide, John, is we um, so what we do at MEC is we went out and tried to figure it out ourselves. You know, we, we were trying to answer this question, can we drive traffic without spending money, partially for this research project, partially because if you could figure it out, you know how to drive traffic without spending money. You, you, you could you could in turn make a lot of money conceivably. So what we did is we, we created there was actually a series of um, five different Dolly, sites. Dolly, I, are you there? I just want to verify something with you. Did you say that what we do at MEC is try to figure out how to drive lots of traffic without money? <laughs> um, it's kind I of said, professional, you know. What's that? <laughs> it, it feels kind of confessional. Uh, oh. I'm giving you a hard time. It's, it's a great point, though. I mean, this is a great case study that you set up, and I think I want to get to the tactical side of what you've done. So just go on ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt your, your rhythm. I just got a kick out of your comment. I know. Well, it's, we're trying to. We actually none of us get paid. We're all just doing this for the good of the betterment of humankind. So it's uh, yeah. looking yeah. for a little side thing so we can make a few bucks on. Um, but you know, essentially, you know, honestly, it's. I think when we all get at least when I get on the internet, I thought. So you just create a site and it gets traffic, and what a wonderful thing! You know, and you can you know sell golf balls from it. Well, as we all found out, that wasn't exactly the case, and you do have to do things to drive traffic. And so what we set out to do was, you know, we created a series of blogs, you know, slash websites. Really, a blog and a website in this case are the same thing, and you know they, they really are the same thing. A blog is just a, a type of website. We, we we created several websites and said, well, we're gonna have, we have a real limited advertising budget. How big can we grow these things to? Um, so Hollywood Squared is one of them that we used. This was a, and we'll get into a little bit more what that was. But essentially, it was just it was a it's sort of like a YouTube meets American Idol. Can we get a bunch of people talking about different videos and voting on them and ranking each other and that kind of thing? So it was sort of the perfect kind of concept to try to. In, you know, embed into all these different social networks and really test it out. So if you go to the next slide, Mike, um, essentially what happened was we'd go out, and this was the first one that we started. We went out and just went to um, the YouTubes of the world, and we looked at, okay, well, what are people watching? You know, what are the popular sites now? Well, we took those, and every day we would post one on our site, and we would let them know. You know, just email the artist or the whoever produced the video and say, hey, you've been featured, and if you get your friends to vote on it, um, they're going to, you know, you have a chance. The original the original concept was $1,000. You, you win a $1,000 prize. So whoever gets the most votes wins $1,000. And what happened was for every one person that yeah, entered, 12 people, they told 12 people. They got into their address book and told people about it. And this concept has been around a while. If you can get it to work, it's, it's good. Um, the, the interesting thing about it was 
the the more the people interacted, the more people interacted, the better our SEO rankings got. So now you see going back to this concept that SMO sort of is, is perpetual. Um, we got people interacting and using it, and then we started all of a sudden showing up on you know Google for top keywords and MSM for top keywords. So that was interesting. Um, the big question is, if you go to the next slide, John, what happens after you stop all that? I think it makes sense that you could go out and you could link your site to a bunch of blogs and you get traffic from it. But what happens after you after you stop all this? So you can see this is sort of a typical long tail curve. Um, the the peak on it um, around the, the beginning of April is sort of where that that was the that was the peak of when we were adding postings and blogging and talking about it. We actually had someone full time just out there promoting it, talking about getting on discussion boards, sending emails, that kind of thing. Um, what you see is as soon as we stop that, and remember this site started from scratch, just zero, as soon as we stopped that activity, the, the traffic dropped, but it, it didn't drop completely. We now had this remnant of top-ranking search terms, links that were out there that were still producing, um, and it just continued. And what we're starting to see now is it's not only continuing, it starts it's starting to sort of pick up a little bit, so it's starting to grow. Some of the videos that we have there and some of the different things that we had posted now are getting picked up and spread around and, and moved around the Internet. So if you go to the next slide, um, while we were engaged in this community development, the traffic continued to grow, and it, it was literally um, for every day that we would work on this, it, the traffic would double. And if we go back to our, our you know, just remembering the, the, the social media index, um, and Metcalf's law, that's the type of curve that you would expect. And so as we added more, essentially, nodes to the network, and in other words, as we added more links and get more content, as the value of our content and the quality of our content improved, and um, as more people told each other, we start to get this this real sharp you know, hockey stick growth curve, which you can see happen sort of around April. So the, the ups and downs in this plot, this is when we, we would do a big push, and we'd stop and do another big push and stop and just sort of see and measure what would happen. So um, a lot of you probably wonder, okay, well, how do I do this? And I've heard that you can spam, you know, I've heard that you can put blog posts and pay offshore developers to, you know, put comments, and that's good for your SEO. And I'm saying that's not what you want to do at all. That has really has nothing to do with this. So if you go to the next slide, John, um, it all starts with online communities. And online communities, that, that term, you know, has been around for a while. But if you, if you really stop and you think about what it is, it's um, an online community is, is essentially your customer base, your target market out there talking. They're already talking about your product or, or service or talking about your industry. There's somebody, there are places out there where people are, you know, discussing this. So in this particular example, for these five blogs um, that we we went out and marketed. We used uh, there was probably several hundred different places that we used, but I picked some of the, the major ones. Um, but essentially, you have you know the, the, the common ones: MySpaces and Google Videos and Wikipedia, Spark. Um, I'm bored is a smaller one. Facebook has just had phenomenal growth and is very active. You know, Google Groups has a group on just about every topic, as does Yahoo Groups. And I believe MSN and all the different ones. Craigslist is one of the greatest source of active you know, engaged web web users in the world that I've found. Um, and then what we did was as we as we developed different um, blog posts and concepts, we went out and, and used real specific forums and discussion boards, and all of these are free, 
and you cannot go and spam them. Their administrators will remove your comment and take your link out. But what you can do is you can get, you can get engaged for real. You can go out there and you can talk about something that you care about, and you can present your own site as part of that discussion, and you'll find that the result will be much different. Again, nobody wants another fake doorway page or um, spam blog comment out there. Those, the, I believe that those days are over. They, there may be like some lingering remnants of them, but it's just people have people have smartened up on the internet. They, it's like you don't you don't need to do that anymore. You need to get you need to get real with this stuff. So if you go to the next page, John. The first thing we started, and again, we started from the concept of, well, let's just basically get a bunch of backlinks. That's pretty much all you need to do. And we went out and we just started. Um, it didn't really matter. We just came up with, you know, if we could, if they allowed us to put an HTML link into a blog, we would do it. And the, where we're doing this exactly, in case you're having trouble following, is basically you go to a blog. Most blogs have comments. You can comment on that blog. Some of the readers will read the comments, and more importantly, the search engines will follow those links and, and find your site. So we went out and we said, um, we just started basically making making posts, regardless if it was relevant to the topic or not, and regardless of if it added any value to the community whatsoever. This this drove some traffic, um, and it did generate some backlinks, and we do, we probably are still getting some traffic. But if you go to the next slide. Um, John, I'll, I want to talk about what, what really getting engaged for real means. And what you have to do, and we actually hired, we actually created a new a new position. Uh, I call it the Director of Community Development. And their job was to go out and identify where these communities are and to really get engaged, understand who the, who the people are that are on these places, what they're talking about, get knowledgeable in the subject matter, and then um, come up with ways to again, incorporate our core content into these places. So it's almost like offering up some real, some additional value to the community. Um, we were joking around this. The, the person we have doing this right now is a 25-year-old male, and he's currently driving. He's doing some SMO for a site where their target audience is 55-year-old woman. So we're, I've, uh, I've got him coming, and he comes in and uh, He's he's driving a Volvo now, and he has to he has to wear um, certain types of clothes and say certain types of things. So um, it seems to be working. It's we're, he's really getting into the mindset. Anyway, if you go to the next next page, Sean. The thing that started to happen when we first started realized, you know, we did get some initial views, and I think we had a clinic on that once before on, the, you know, how many times our videos were watched, and that was great, and a certain percentage of those people were clicking back to the site, and that was great. But what we started to see was just this whole wealth of um, links and referrals, and even ones that we didn't even know about or didn't have anything to do started started springing up all across the web. And what you're looking at right here, right here is a Google Analytics, standard Google Analytics referring uh, chart, and you can see this is just a snapshot. And so, 216 clicks from TVGasm.com, which is an entertainment blog. Um, 173 people just coming direct. That, that's very likely. That means they just watched a video with a, and the video had a URL in it. Um, MJS Big Blog. I don't know what that one was, but that was a 72Dig.com. Um, Dig is a very common. Um, news site where you can post news stories, and people, as the news stories become more popular, they become more popular, basically. And then you start to see the, the MSN and Google organic search, um, idlereview.net. Again, there's one that we probably likely posted something to. A MySpace profile, blackprof.com, 
you know, just all of these different places, and there was hundreds of hundreds of them just started springing up. Um, so if you go to the next next slide, so at the end of the day, for a year into this, again, remember we haven't taken any salary. We're trying to just figure this out so we can help you, and we wanted to figure out sort of what 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 had happened. So we we tallied up. Um, all the visitors saw all these different blots. So Sweatband Man, Rubber Chicken, which is just a comedy, Voice of the Broken, which was like a was like a social change blog. Um I fifty projects was a non profit and then the Hollywood Square. And we added all these up and you can see um ninety three thousand two hundred and seven visitors. Well at the same time we had small paper clay campaigns running and what we wanted to do was the reason we had those paper um we, we decided to spend twelve hundred and fifty dollars on advertising because we wanted to see could we pay uh, this director of community development an hourly wage to go out and get embedded into these communities and at the same time drive pay-per-click essentially and see which one was going to be less expensive, so paying someone X dollars an hour or paying some paying X cents a click, you know, how much, what's going to be better. And what we found was that it cost about the same. So for, for every eight-hour shift, um, like he could drive the same amount of traffic as if I just had a pay-per-click campaign running. Well, at first it seemed like, well, it would be easier just to do the pay-per-click and optimize it, and then, you know, you don't have to go through all this. But what we found was, again, when you turn the pay-per-click off, the traffic stops. When you stop the, the the community development activities, the traffic continues and even grows. So there there's the difference, and that's the main value. So there's a lot of there's a lot of information that went into this. Um, and we're going to be publishing another report on it that really gets into like how you do this and how you tell what's what's popular on the internet and how you get started. But um, if you go to the next slide, John, there's there's a couple of other real positive things that came out of this. Um, the first thing was that uh, to date we have about 27 videos out there. Um, and again, these are these are just real amateur produced videos that we made that maybe had to do with a good topic of the day or sort of personal vlog type thing. Um, those have been watched 13, uh, 1.3 million times. Very so, yeah. hello. Those were very short video clips too. You might give a little background on on that because it's intimidating for many people to think of producing the video. Yeah, these, these were. Can you? Can everyone hear me? I can hear you clearly. Yeah, good. Okay. Um, these were again. These are most of these were under 30 seconds. These are the type of things that you could produce with a camcorder or from a webcam. Um, but for example, they might have something to do with a topic that was popular that day, or they might be just um, we created we created several different themes. We had a character called Sweatband Man, where he would go out and do different things. We built a little audience there. But just basically real amateur stuff. We spent literally no money on any equipment. We had a just a, a home based you know, a little editing suite that we get at Office Depot and a camcorder essentially in the beginning. But um, these videos are out there and they're still continuing to produce. I was just logging in before this. Um, we have some videos well over half a million, uh, half a million views. Um, there's, there's a couple that have really taken off like that. We have new ones that have been dormant for months and months, not getting any traffic. Now we're getting three to five, seven, or three to seven thousand, three to five thousand views a day now. So. There's something about it. Once a topic becomes popular, and once it gets picked up, it, it, just because it's not working now, doesn't mean it's going to work in the future. So now, if we just sort of take a take a step back and look at where we're at, we now have this again going back to the social network and the power of the social network for your own company, your own business. And what we what we've created is we've created 
some content that some of it has value, some of it does not. Um, we've created um, this uh, a number of nodes in this network. So the nodes would be any friends that we have on MySpace or any um, shared videos we have on YouTube or any blog posts are out there pointing to us so that the internet continues to grow. And we've created this way for people to easily tell each other about it. Now, um, that sort of leads into one of the most important pieces of this whole um, topic. And it, if you've been on some of the other clinics or if you've been in our certification courses, which are phenomenal, if you have a chance to, you should definitely consider doing that. I've just um, I, I travel around and meet with different companies, and just the ones that are taking that seem to have uh, quite an advantage or understand this. But it's, uh, we, we brought up this, this C equals 4M plus 3V, which some of you have kind of probably seen before, but it's our conversion index. It's basically a formula that tells us just you know, allows us to approximate what goes into someone responding to an offer or taking action on your offer or clicking on your ad. Well, the interesting thing about it is that you can see the most heavily weighted or the most important thing in conversion um, is the customer's initial motivation. And the customer's initial motivation as marketers, we sometimes don't, don't have the most control of it. We're trying to usually sell them something they don't need. And so we're a little bit of a loss. We can't, it's the most important thing, but we can't really impact it that much. Well, the interesting thing we found about this was that because of the, the way this network sort of generates traffic for you, you have people telling people, and it's always natural. And what it does is it completely changes the motivation. So not only are we driving roughly the, about the same amount of traffic from pay-per-click, and then it's continuing by itself, these people are much, they're much better Target, they're much better tar uh, targets for us because they're coming into this, their guard is down, they're not trying, you're not, they know you're not trying to sell them something, and they were likely recommend, recommended to you by one of their friends, which completely changes the whole equation. So, very important, um, and I think, I think Flynn has actually written on this subject, um, transparent marketing. It's, consumers are so tired of the, the hype. They're so tired of being sold to, banners, ads blaring. Um, it's, it's almost gotten to the point where they're just more savvy, and, and that stuff is working less and less. Um, before going on to the, the sort of the, the six real simple steps for getting started, yet, does anybody have anything to add? Sonali, I think we can do a couple of things. Let's give them the six steps in just a moment that you're, you've been working through. Let's let them take a moment to fire some questions at us first. And while they're doing that, I'd like to just actually open my browser and take them to the viral video study that accompanies what you've just said. So, I, And then I'm going to throw questions at you, and then we'll come back to the six steps. Can we do that? Okay. So, if uh, Allison, if you'll bring up my browser in the left screen right here. Okay. And I think I can just essentially do this. You, I'm going to have to drag this over here and get it ready. This isn't really part of our plan, but I just think it would be helpful. I've been listening to Jalali talk. Uh, very candidly, he's overstating, or I'm sorry, he's understating uh, how successful he's been with this. And, I, and frankly, it's, it takes a little bit to absorb the approach and what he's done. And I want to give you a little background on that and let your questions keep coming in in a minute. I'm just, we're going to pick from those questions and start answering. Uh, I'm going to take you to the MEC Lab site. 
there's, I don't know, $10 million worth of free research on this site that you can use. I don't have anything there I'm taking there to, to sell. I'm having a little trouble loading. There we go. Uh, I, but I, I want to show you the article previously released from a briefing on Bible video. I'm certain some of you have seen that. I would bet many of you haven't. Uh, this is the site, and, of course, these are all briefs down here, but there are many, many more briefs. You may want to sometime click here and go to the research archive um, because the archive can do and show you many, many uh, of the briefs with the abstracts, and it just continues on and on and on and on and on if you're looking for things. As an alternate to that, use the videos. Just, I'm just going to type in video and search. And uh, we'll come to your questions. I think this is the one right here. Can viral video clips drive targeted traffic? We released this report in the fall of last year. And I, I think it's quite germane. Jalali, I'll let you talk about it in a moment, its implications for what you just discussed. But I'm going to show them the article, and then I'm going to go to a few of these questions. Uh, and uh, are you able to see the – I know you're in New York. You're, you couldn't be in our offices today because of – Work there. Do you can you see yeah. the questions coming in? Um, I don't see questions. If someone okay. wants, I'll, to. Fi I'll fire them to you. I know I shouldn't be asking you, and we should all know that. But I'm just going to ask you anyway, so I don't have to chat back and forth uh, offline. I'll I'll, I'll 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 draw questions out for you. This report, you can go in and search for video. It says, "Can viral video drive targeted traffic to your website?" And Jalali was involved with this project, and he spent this much time. And you can see it in the chart that I'm showing to you right now uh, in terms of how we set this up. And and this is a bit of the recreational media activities per day based on studies. Here is a little bit of the resources that were involved. And notice, notice where I'm taking you right now. Um, he used the concept of these few video clips to drive traffic and acquire subscribers. And if you'll see the table that I have in front of you, in August... And in September, you can see the 60-day total. He drove 324,000 uh, views of these videos. And that was with almost no marketing money. Whatsoever. We looked at that and studied it and looked at the difference between that and the cost of pay-per-click running a series of studies. And you can see the differential on the second table here. It's between 0 and $20 or 20.14 per person. That's a huge difference or per subscriber. So, I mean, this study is very interesting. The other thing that I think down towards the end I, I think we released in here is the comparison between this and banner advertising, and it's shocking because the click-through rate was so much higher than banner advertising. And this is another aspect of social media optimization, and he's touched on it when he discussed the videos. But if you kind of want to get the backstory, if you're new to marketingexperiments.com, you can almost get the backstory for this experiment that he's been talking to you about today by going back and reading this briefing. Jalali, let me give you a few moments to comment about how these two go together, and I'm going to start fielding questions, okay? Okay. So go ahead. I just want to relate the two. Go ahead. Yeah, the, the original study, this is almost like a part one of the, the social media. At the time, we weren't re really even trying to study social media. We were just trying to understand um, could we sort of harness some of this YouTube traffic to drive traffic to our website, and what, is, what are the real implications for a, for a marketer? You know, it's easy to understand how this could help um, 
you know, a video, say, funny or somebody crashing their car or something like that is going to get a lot of views, but what does it do for anybody? It doesn't, you're not going to make any money off that. You know, so the real question there was, could we, is there, is there a commercial power to this? And we found that indeed there was a pretty significant one. And in fact, it's actually more productive to do, to do this than in some cases than to go out and purchase media like banners and that kind of thing. So that sort of started it all. And then we went out and we said, well, okay, well, how can we, in the process of that, we, we wanted to understand, well, how could we get our videos to the top of the list? And how could we get our site to the top of all the, you know, how can we have people talking about us? And that's where the social media came in. So um, a lot of you at this point are, are probably have done certain things, like very Web 2.0 things, like set up RSS feeds or maybe have a blog. Maybe you're doing like a podcast, and a lot of you are probably actually real familiar with this type of thing. And all of those things are elements of this. You're going to use those. They're tools that you're going to use for this. But what social media optimization really is, in, in, in terms of what we found, is that it's it's something that really – it it's almost encompasses everything you're probably doing right now. And, you know, you're probably thinking, well, yeah, if you could get a, a viral campaign that gets you 7 million hits in one day, that would be a pretty good marketing campaign. Uh, and it just, you know, for, for every 20 that you try to make, you might get one that is successful. Um, so and that's not what this is. We're not – we didn't get any runaway successes, and that's that's not what drove all this traffic. Um, and it's not that much traffic. What we found is that you, there, you can have a – there is a methodology for going out and creating this network, building your own network, um, almost like a LinkedIn network for your business, for your website, where you're out there connecting things, connecting the dots together that will – produce for you now and in the future and for years and years to come if you do it right. And that's really what this is. So, John, if you pull the, the – uh, are there any questions? Is there anything yeah, there's a lot. I'm going I'm to start moving towards that r right now, Joe. I just wanted you to make the connection between these two projects. Okay. So let's – I'm going to turn towards questions. A few I'll answer. Most I'll, I'll direct towards you, Jolly. Okay? Okay, sure. One person says, can viral marketing be applied to all industries? For instance, how would I use viral video promote an Internet marketing uh, firm, and that's from a gentleman named Samir. Uh, what is your take on the answer to that, Jalali? Well, remember when we first started, the, 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 there's a big, uh, there's a big uh, C in this equation. The C is the mass of your content, and mass is a function of how much content you have and the quality of it. So in quality, or quality, and by quality I mean value. Is it valuable to people? So this is the first thing you need to figure out in your business. Maybe you maybe you do something that is very non-viral. You're selling hosting. Um, how do you get? You have to. What you have to do is you have to identify where your where your customers are talking. So where is your target market? Where are they online? What kind of stuff are they they look at now? And you probably have to take almost like a uh, create almost like a small derivative of your of your existing business, something that ties it together, but that has a little bit more um, has a little bit more value from a content perspective. And that's 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 really the hardest part of that. If you can find that that thing that's connected but also has value to a lot of people, that's where this all starts. But it, it is, and, and honestly, this is this type of thing probably doesn't work for every type of business, and it definitely works better for types of things um, that, you know, in the report that we're going to publish, we're, we'll get into that, exactly how to, how to pick a theme or pick a topic. But um, that's a good question. All right. Now, a lot of you are asking about the conversion index, which is what we – we can't get into the breakdown of all of that. That's a, we've, we have written about it on our site, and then it's one of the things we also do in the landing page certification 
uh, training. It's the C equals 4M. We just, Jalal, I'm, I'm not sure you're aware of this, but we just released, because you're so busy doing your piece, uh, a lot of new information on the motivation factor and sub-formulas, which will be interesting to interact with when you're back in the offices. So that's in the a landing page um, certification. But I'm not trying to sell courses. I think there's some of those things written on the site. Type in conversion index in the search, and you may be able to find more. I just can't take more time for that particular piece because it will take us off topic for today. So let me go to some more questions that we have here. Someone said, and, and Peter, you're right, and we did measure this in our other work. I'm not sure if we've released it in this PowerPoint presentation, but in the actual uh, report you'll hear more. He said, nothing is free. What about, uh, you know, uh, the, the man hours? And I think you've commented a bit about that already, Jalali, uh, but the time to do this. What is your impact, you know, what is your comment regarding how, how much time did this take as a factor of cost? Yeah, and that's that's a good question. I, essentially, we me, we wanted to measure that directly. So what we did again is we uh, there was a period of two weeks where we ran a pay-per-click campaign, and we also just had one person, an hourly person. Um, they were this is not like a someone at a college graduate level. Um, it working sort of side by side. We measured how much traffic we got from each activity, and what we found was that it cost about the same. So, you know, if I was spending a hundred dollars a day in labor. I was spending $100 in pay-per-click, and we were getting about the same same amount of traffic. The difference was that that labor turned into a long-term producing uh, source of traffic. So that's the main difference. And, and it, it'll be a while before we know the true ROI of all this because it's just continuing to grow. So good question. There, There's another question here. It says, was there any kind of backlash for placing irrelevant comments on blogs? Uh, I... I, I, I I'll let you answer that, Jalali, because I, I I think we may be miscommunicating how we did this. But you go ahead. Yes, absolutely. There was backlash, and again, we if um, I know I've, I've gone through this kind of quickly, but we we first started just going out placing non-relevant comments on blogs, thinking that was how you were going to do this. We found huge backlash, and we found that actually is counterproductive productive this community development. And again, this is not something you're going to go out and just hire someone to post a bunch of links. You need to understand the, the market, understand your customers and this community, you need to become part of the community with a real valuable discussion. If you're going to post on a blog, it needs to be, it needs to have value. It needs to make sense. And it's, it'll work better. People will comment on your comment and it'll get the whole discussion going. But absolutely, you can post blogs, post links on blogs, but I think those, those days are probably coming to an end. And honestly, who needs more garbage out on the Internet? Let's not, let's not promote Absolutely that. right. Absolutely right. Uh, a lot of you are asking how are you going to get copies of this content. Let me say a couple of things. We'll be releasing a briefing about this, and so you'll be able to get this content that we're delivering today. There will also be a recording, and you'll be able to get the recording and access that and listen to it with your colleagues. In addition to that, uh, there's a, a more comprehensive report, published report that we're working on. That's a rather – that's much larger, much more detailed document that's being developed but even today, all of this content will be available once we've released the next journal briefing. If you're a subscriber uh, in our list, you should receive that, and just want to make sure that we're, we're whitelisted in your email filter. Another point, you know, because we're a research institute conducting, I was looking today, and I was I was tracking 80 some experiments across our, uh, you know, across our uh, entire laboratory, and. We sometimes debate how soon to release information like Jalali is giving to you now. 
I don't think we've got it all figured out yet. I don't think we've discovered the, the, the very best ways to do this. We're going to give you some things in a few moments that will help you in a very practical way, but we're still learning. And we want to share with you what we're finding, and perhaps you can share with us what you're discovering, and together we can push the envelope. But what we've learned already we felt was worthwhile to share with you because it'll help as you're thinking about your own strategies and plans. And I don't think we can all, any of us can afford to wait till everything's figured out. And then we've missed the window of opportunity. So let me just look at another question, Jalali, um, that, that might be relevant. And pretty soon we're going to move to those six steps. Um, it says, you say that videos weren't promotional, so did they just have a URL at the end and people just click to see who created the video? You want to, That's Penny. Would you like to answer that, Jalali? Yeah, Penny, that's a good question. There's actually a couple of different ways that you can drive traffic from a video. Um, some of the sites you see out there, you can actually click on the video. That's, that's not going to help you. Those are typically just ads. Um, but what you do is you put, you, you put a, a watermark over the video that has your URL on it, so the whole time they're watching the video, they're, they're, they know what website you are, and then you put a URL at the end of it, some sort of call to action. Um, in addition, on, the different, on Google and YouTube and, different, and MySpace and so on, you can actually typically put an, put an HTML link underneath the video to your website. So they sort of watch it, and then they have a direct way to come back to your website. Mm. Okay, very good. Uh, so I said these webinars are great, but I find myself always wishing that I knew what tools you guys are using in the process, um, what A-B tools you use, what tracking software. Most of this is done on our own growth engine. We use a variety of tracking tools, but we talk about metrics and how we collect them in some of the free reports that are on our website and you're welcome to get into those to see what we recommend and what we've discussed. Jalali, I'm gonna I'm gonna move us forward uh to I think the five or six steps that you wanted to share at this point. Yep. So I'm just gonna go back to this and put us in the presentation mode. You talk about these six steps in our remaining minutes. Okay? Go okay. Ahead. Well, the first thing you need to do with any of this is you need to develop a strategy. And we're in the middle right now. Again, by the time we release this, this research, we're sort of heavily, we're usually heavily involved in doing, you know, rolling this out commercially or working with some of the, the big publishers and companies in the world. So we're we're already doing that type of thing. But the first thing you need to do is develop a strategy. And the start, the first thing to do with that, it really ties into what a gentleman asked earlier. So I'm a I'm an internet marketing company. Can I do this? You know, how am I going to get a viral campaign? You have to pick a theme that's related to your core content and that is being actively discussed online. And there's a real um, there's a real standard deviation curve in typical curve in terms of what's being discussed. If you look at what's being searched for, um, there's orders of magnitude more searches for what you know what is being searched for, say on Google on a daily basis. For example, if you could have uh, if you could have already had a site about Don Imus on the day that he got fired, that you know he was the top search term on that given day, you'd be in a good position. So being able to have sort of that crystal ball is not always you know a possibility, but you can sort of tie your content into something that's already being talked about. That's definitely key. It can't be something that has no discussion going on. So once you do that, you or somebody that you hire needs to sort of become the customer. And in traditional marketing, it's, they do this type of thing where they go out and, you know, they'll do, like, outdoor events, go to Times Square and, you know, make create try to create some kind of buzz. But essentially, you need to become your customer. You need to understand, and you need to get on to these places and, and talk with them, not as 
necessarily you, the, the corporation, but as you, um, the person who's truly interested in this in this topic. And what I've found is that the best, the thing that works best is to hire people to do this that really true are, truly are in that demographic. So if your demographic is a 50-year-old woman, get some 50-year-old women to to come work for you and get involved in this com community. So they're going to understand it better. So the next thing is develop content specifically for broadcast. And again, that's really what one of the major shifts in Web 1 to Web 2 uh, was, is that instead of just having a website, now you're, you have a website that you're sort of trying to put bits and pieces of out into different places. Um, you know, go to where the traffic is with your content. And so in some cases that's going to require creating little videos that are specifically for, you know, for these sites or creating even images or pictures, I mean, or, you know, little mini articles, things like that that are going to get pushed all over the place. So um, a gentleman asked about the tools that we use. The next step is identifying a platform that's SMO friendly or, you know, um, I'll tell you exactly what we use. We either used Blogger, WordPress, removable type as the website platform, um, and we use um, Google Analytics, which is free for the tracking. But get the, get the tools in place that you need. There's a lot of Web 2.0 tools, you know, uh, little tagging tools and um, keyword clusters and different things that you can put into this. But there's a lot of information on Web 2.0 stuff, and that's what's going to go into this. So the next step, which is important, is you need to prime the community. Very rarely, in none of these, we find that it just took off without us either going out, adding some content initially that was already out there, or in some cases spending a little bit of money to get people sort of started talking about it and started working on it. And then finally, getting truly engaged in the community, and that's where the long-term benefits are going to come. Um, you know, again, if you're looking at all the objectives that you have in front of you, you have to manage a pay-per-click campaign and you're trying to get a uh, new sale going or you're, you know, there's launch a new product, there's probably, you know, right now, you're, you're very likely if you're on this call, you're not sitting there thinking, okay, well, what could I get, what could I start on that's going to have, like, impact five years from now and that I could identify or I, I could put a ton of money into. Um, but if what we're finding is that if you, if you, in some cases, what we've gone in and we've diverted um, some of the companies we're working on with this, we've diverted some of their advertising budget. So let's just take 10% of the budget because that money you're just paying again, paying for every month for people to come to your site over and over. A lot of times it's the same people. Why not take some of that budget and put it into this, which is a long-term investment? It's, it's, it's like building a portfolio that is going to grow, and that's really the difference is, is taking some money. And, again, um, uh, we can all benefit uh, each other by not adding to the adding to the the, um, the trash content that's out there. That's not what this is about. It doesn't work. It'll work in a short run, short term in some some cases. But people are smart. They don't. You know, you're going to get this. And a lot of times that that garbage content. If you go out and post to a blog, you know, that's just spam. It, people are clicking out because they don't even speak the language or they're just they're stumbled on it at some point. So get out there and just start adding valuable content to to this community in a way that um, is sent with the same care and the same level that you would you would publish something on your own website. So six steps. There's a lot that goes into this in terms of like details and in, in, in getting this actually up and running and building a big network. But I wanted to get people to sort of thinking about it. Um, one thing I will ask is if anybody's working on something similar 
um, your own site, you're doing, you've done something and you've had success, we are publishing this into a, a larger report. We'd love to hear about what you're doing and tactics and things that you'd be comfortable sharing, success stories. You know, essentially we're just trying to really understand this for the community. So um, finally, if you just go to the next slide, John, um, we're going to, in sort of anticipation for, oops, bring that back up, anticipation for the next clinic on this topic, we're starting as of today. Um, one, a new blog, which is just a, a real simple presidential poll, and we're going to sort of prime it. If you know that was one of the steps in this, we're going to prime this this community with you guys. Um, so if you if you have a chance after the webinar, go in and just make a vote. It's just basically a, a simple survey: who would you vote for now? And we're going to watch that over time, how that grows, knowing that we started with a group of uh, you know initial community members from this web clinic. So and that will be we'll talk about this on a on a future clinic and see what the long term impact was and how we went about trying to drive this traffic. But um, that's pretty much it for this first phase. Again, if you have questions. Please let us know. Um, does anybody else have anything that they'd like to add? Yeah, Jalali, just to point out to the many questions that are coming in, we're trying to answer every technical question, which I think we're doing. Uh, we are having to select from the many, many other questions that are coming in right now regarding, you know, how to apply this in your own situation. There have been some other good questions that we can't get to yet that we think once we print this transcript, we will address in the printed version of this or in the final published report. Mind you, there's two editions coming. There's the briefing that matches what we talked about today with all the data sets, charts, and so on. And then there will be a later, uh, major report based on the culmination of the research project that we're engaged in right now. I, I would really appreciate if you could take a few moments to, to email us, or I'm sorry, to just use your chat feature or your question and answer feature to tell us if you found today helpful. We pay a lot of attention to that. It's one of the best kinds of feedback that we get. It's immediate, it's right now, and it tells us whether or not what we're doing here is of real value to you, and we really would appreciate your comments. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I think, Jalali, you've done a superb job. I know there's a lot more going on, and uh, I saw a very valuable comment here about the non-video sites, and we are working in those areas, and part of this report is related to that. Uh, and you may have come in late and not heard all of that piece, but in either case, I think that's a valuable comment. We want to look at viral beyond that. One final thing that I think everyone here should be interested in, we're really, and over the last year, probably a year and a half, we've been building a index for an effective viral campaign. And the more I study that and the more I study what's happening in social media, the closer we're getting to something here that could, uh, it's, it's like dynamite. You can it, 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 you can blow something up with it. It's it's quite remarkable. We're not there yet, but we're still working on it, and we'll keep you posted as it's developed. Jolly, I want to thank you, and I've got other team members online, and I appreciate I see some of the comments coming in, which are very, very helpful for us. We'll keep working, and within about two weeks, we'll be back with another clinic and another briefing for you. Thank you, everyone.